Hello, everyone. Welcome to the It's Not About Me podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode and for making me a part of your day. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the It's Not About Me podcast. Today is another really, really great episode. I think this will probably be the most important episode I release because it's so crucial and so essential to understand this concept. Um, So let's dive in. Today's episode is to love is to heal. Um, And there's just so much to that, that concept of loving is healing. And what does that mean? And, and first of all, I think it's important to, to understand what the concept of love or what love even is. And it's a difficult one because as a Christian, I have the Bible or the biblical definition of love that I see to be true. And at the same time, I feel like I feel like our culture has a separate definition of what love is. And they both are complete opposites. Biblical love has a lot to do with focusing on other people and putting other people above ourselves and the culture that we live in is very heavily um heavily for self-love and the self and what do I need to do to protect myself and to make sure that other people don't do me wrong and if they do then I can I should, I will remove them from my life. And it's a whole separate statement. And I don't, it's not to say that self-love isn't important. I talk about self-love. Self-love is huge. I mean, it's important to love yourself. Absolutely. But even more important than that is, is loving other people. That's where true healing comes in. And that's really key. That is key to, to being the best version of yourself that you can be. That is key to understanding connection and bonding and all the things that we need as people. So yeah, I'm going to kind of talk about both things and, and, and how they differ, both definitions of love and how they differ. So love, the biblical definition of love, like I said, has to do with putting other people above yourself, right? It's about patience and kindness and mercy. And how do you apply that to our healing process, right? What does that have to do with with our ability to heal? And it has everything to do with our ability to heal. It's, It's, there is no healing without love. So in choosing to put other people above yourself, you're choosing empathy, you're choosing mercy, you're choosing kindness, you're choosing patience. And when you don't choose those things, when you don't choose mercy, when you don't choose kindness and patience and and humility and empathy, you're choosing to hold on to things that other people have done to you, right? You're choosing to to add fuel to the fire. You're choosing to to 
allow those wounds to continue to be there. And choosing mercy, choosing to say, you know, I forgive you for doing this to me. That means that you're choosing to let go of what you're holding on to, right? Because we have a tendency to hold on to things against people, right? Like the biblical love says, love keeps no record of wrongs, but it's extremely hard not to keep a record of wrongs. It's extremely hard not to, you know, want to hold on to those bad things and those negative things that other people do to us. It's a very difficult thing to say, I'm not going to hold this against you because it hurts so bad. You know, some of the things that people do to us, it's so hurtful and it's so painful that it's, it's unfathomable to think that we could ever excuse someone from doing those things, right? And it's very difficult to come to a place where you see somebody much more deeply than those bad things, right? It's very difficult to look past those bad things and see the condition of somebody's heart, right? And I think that that is key. It's, it's, that's the shift necessary to be able to come to a point of mercy, to a point of patience and kindness. It's to see people past their brokenness. This is something that I, I am trying to develop a mindset of a, a habit of, of not, not just seeing you know, people for surface level things, right? Because there's always so much, there's always things that go far beyond the eye can see, right? Like people struggle with things that we have no idea that they're struggling with. It's very hard to wear your pain on your sleeve. A lot, some people can do it and some people can. I'm definitely not that that person that's gonna outwardly outwardly show or say, you know, I'm like really struggling with this and I'm, I'm in pain, right? It's hard to say I'm in pain. Um, it's difficult for some people. And a lot of times those moments of, of bad attitude, you know, negative tone, negative words, negative actions, a lot of times, you know, that's coming out of somebody because there's something so much deeper going inside that person a lot of times we don't see what those things are, but, you know, sometimes it's as simple as a bad day. Someone just had a bad day and they're just carrying that with them. And so, you know, unfortunately they're not really aware. We, we don't really, when we're really like in our heads about something, cause we're just so, you know, filled with burden or we're struggling with something or there's a problem or, you know, an issue going on. We're not always aware of the way that we come off. Um, we're not always you know, we don't always think before we act or think before we say something because we're so focused on whatever problem is at hand. And we're just so burdened that, that we forget that, you know, we have the power to affect the people around us in a negative way. We, we can't always, you know, be so self-aware. And so 
we do carry these things that sometimes lead to negativity coming out of us because we're just holding on to, to these things. And so, you know, sometimes it is just a bad day where somebody just kind of, you know, they, they, they don't have space for, for positivity or for a good mood or a good attitude because they're, they're going through something, you know, and, and sometimes it's, it's much deeper than just a bad day. Sometimes it is just like bad months, bad years, a bad life. Sometimes people are holding on to wounds that have just been so deeply rooted in that, in them that it's hard for them, you know, to be positive there they haven't tended to those things and they're gonna come out you know like i've said before those things are gonna come out if you don't tend to them so when you're choosing to love someone in the sense that you are choosing to put yourself aside for somebody else you are choosing to see somebody with empathetic eyes and with merciful eyes and you're recognizing that it's not about you you know it's not about me whatever this person you know is saying or doing it's not personal it's not an attack on me it's just it's just an outward expression of what they're going through right now and unfortunately sometimes we get caught in that crossfire but when you decide to to look at people in that way and not be so sensitive and and not take things so personal or feel so attacked by some something that somebody somebody does when you see the when you choose to see people as broken and wounded people, because we all are wounded in one way or another, it flips, right? If you're not feeling like that person is trying to attack you, you can seek more clearly what's going on with that person. And at that point, if you can develop an empathetic mindset, then you can actually help that person in that moment and choose to try to alleviate that person from whatever stress or whatever struggle they're going through, whatever wounds they have, you can just be there for that person, right? Because in that moment, you're not thinking about you, you're thinking about that person, what can I do to alleviate this person that's clearly, you know, they had a bad day, they're feeling stressed, what what can I do to make them feel better, right? And that's a gift to that other person. And it's also a gift to yourself, because, you know, that mercy it it really keeps us from from holding on to things because we realize that there's actually nothing to hold on to it isn't meant to be an offense towards us it isn't meant to be an attack towards us so there's nothing to to hold on to it's just like no it's 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 about that person what can i do for that person right um yeah and when you think about the the love that is very self-centered the cultural love that that gets that's, you know, just everywhere. Every time I see like social media, it's always like, you know, talking about, you know, protecting yourself from other people. And, and if somebody um, crosses you or does something against you, then, you know, that person's going to get dropped and stay in your lane and, and all this stuff. And it's like, um, that's actually the opposite of what's needed because if we all have that mindset where anything that somebody does is is enough for us to say um actually I'm going to remove you from my life then we're all going to end up alone right because 
part of that empathetic mindset and that humility is understanding that we're just as imperfect as somebody else. And we're just as capable of, you know, saying hurtful things and painful things to somebody else, because we all struggle with things and, and nobody can be, you know, the most positive person in the world, the most encouraging person in the world, the most, you know, greatest person in the world, a hundred percent of the time, it's just not reality. And you know, being merciful is also understanding that at some point you're going to need mercy too. At some point, somebody's going to have to forgive you too, because you're going to mess up just like everybody else. I'm going to mess up just like everybody else. And, and I would really hate for, for someone to hold, you know, something against me because I was just in a bad mood that one time, or because I am struggling with something that it's hard for me to talk about. And, and, it comes out, unfortunately. And, you know, it, it would suck if, if somebody held that against me and, and, and my relationships with people were impaired because of those things, right? We all need mercy too. We all need kindness and patience too. And it goes both ways, right? And love is, is about giving and receiving. And, and yeah, so if you're always thinking about you in, in the sense that, you know, you need to protect yourself from, from negative energy and negativity. It's like you're building a wall, you know, for other people not to get through. And, and you think you're protecting yourself, but what you're really doing is you're hurting yourself because the reality is that we need each other. We're not, we're not designed to, to be alone. We're not designed to, to, to fend for ourselves and, and again, the Bible says that we're meant to carry each other's burdens. That means that we need to have a relationship with each other to even know what our burdens are, right? Like we are, we do depend on each other. And and it's it's unfair to to hold, you know, somebody's struggles against them, somebody's bad moments against them. It doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help that person and it doesn't help you. It doesn't help me. Yeah. And that's not to say that there aren't moments where you do need to have boundaries with other people, because like if you're in, a, in a, an abusive relationship, for example, you're not going to stay in an abusive relationship. That's just like a completely separate thing. In that case, it is about protecting yourself because that person can't be trusted and, and you know, you are being harmed. So it's not to say that there aren't moments where you do have to choose yourself because you need to protect yourself. Absolutely. You know, but there are lots of things that that are not so harmful, like that uh, is not so severe as that, right? And those are the moments where we have to choose to be empathetic and to be understanding. And even if you do choose to, you know, be merciful and be forgiving, it doesn't necessarily excuse the behavior. You know, it's not you saying, you know what, it's okay that you said this. It's okay that you did this. That's not what mercy is. Mercy is understanding that people are not perfect and it's okay not to be perfect. You know, it's okay to mess up. It's okay to make a mistake because it is bound to happen. And yeah, we, we, it's a recognition that we also are not perfect and, and we're going to mess up too. So it's important to understand, you know, that the biblical version of love is really 
it's really the 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 real definition because there's a lot of healing that comes from from letting go of of something that somebody did to you, right? That is how you heal. It's by letting go. It's by letting go of those wounds, by letting go of those grudges that really just weigh us down, right? It really just affects us when we hold on to these things and we have grudges against other people. That Those grudges become wounds. And if we don't let that go, then we're going to be wounded forever. So there cannot be healing without love. There cannot be healing without mercy. There cannot be healing without empathy and humility. That's, that is the only way to heal is to say, it's okay that, you know, somebody's not perfect and it's okay that somebody made that mistake and said this thing, you know, it, it's okay. It's okay. So yeah, that is um, what I wanted to talk to you. What I, what I wanted to talk about today and just to give an example, um, because I think about this all the time, and I and I mentioned this on an episode that I recorded with Stephanie, um, who I've recorded with several times. Um, Stephanie, the host of Creative Street, shout out girl. Um, I've mentioned this on her podcast too in a conversation that we had, but every time I think about healing and, and how love is so powerful that it heals, I always think about this plant that Stephanie restored that I remember she bought this plant and plants and this plant had like this this um dry leaf in it right it just had this dry leaf it was a dry plant um and stephanie took in the plant she tended to it she watered watered it you know she she gave the plant what it needed and the plant started to grow and grow and it grew healthy leaves and it was just so impactful to me because that's just how powerful love is. When you care for someone, when you choose to be there for someone and support someone, despite the fact that they're wounded, right? Because this plant was wounded. Um, that person or that, that plant in this case, it grew into something amazing. And, you know, the dry leaf was still there. It didn't, it didn't remove the the dry leaf when which in my opinion when i think about that as human beings it it just for me those are our scars right because even when we heal we have scars right it's not like we can forget um we can't forget um we can't delete things from our minds right we can't forget about the things that people the way that people affected us right we're we're not so blessed to be able to just forget something. Um, so we do still have scars and, and those things are still a part of us, but that doesn't mean that we can't become so much more than those scars. Right. And this plant became so much more than the one damaged leaf that it had. It grew healthy because Stephanie took the time to love this plant. And it also makes me think of like, when you see those videos of these dogs that people adopt, that they've been so abused and so mistreated that they, they're scared. They don't trust people, you know, for good reason. And you see these people come in and taking these dogs and, and little by little, they start building trust with these animals and little by little, they get, they get closer little by little. They, they, they start to bond with these animals and these animals, you know, 
they recognize and they start to trust their new owners. They they start to open up their hearts and and give these owners a chance, right? And then we see the beautiful journey that happens with these animals and with these people that, you know, this dog that was so scared that they were in a corner and they wouldn't want to eat. We see them start eating and we see them, you know, their tails start wagging just a little bit over time. And then eventually they're like in bed with their owners, right? Like that's how that's how bonded they become with their new owners, that they're in their space. They they trust their owners now. And it's because the owners, they recognize that it's a process, you know, to to gain the trust of of, of such a broken animal. It takes time. And, and it takes love. That's what love is. Love is patient, right? They, they're patient with these animals. They're understanding that that they need time to, to trust them. And they're not trying to force them into anything. They give them the space that they need while also showing them that they're there for them, right? That's how powerful love is. It can take a broken animal and it can restore, right? Love is restorative. So yeah, there's no healing without love. And, and it's important for everyone involved it's healing for everyone involved so i challenge you to to understand this definition and to apply it to your life i it's hard to apply it's hard for me to apply but i've, I've made a decision to do so so I, I hope that you'll do the same thanks again for listening to this episode don't forget to answer the poll question and to click follow to keep up with the latest content you don't want to miss an episode see you on the next one